1: Some video games always appear to just be on the top of their game. Super Mario, Grand Theft Auto, aside from the definitive trilogy, The Legend of Zelda. Even when these series release the odd dud, it's not too long before the franchise just recuperates and it's all but forgotten. But some other video game franchises limp on, insisting that they are still as cool as ever. But uh, they're really not, are they? And should probably just be put out of their misery. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are ten video game franchises in denial about being over. Number 10, Bomberman. During the 1990s, Bomberman was dominating the gaming industry thanks to its addictive multiplayer. Considering the developers were releasing up to six Bomberman games per year during this period, the explosive franchise seemed absolutely unstoppable. But sadly, the plucky Bomber didn't make a smooth transition to 3D, causing his popularity to wane somewhat. Out of desperation, the studio attempted to reignite the fandom with the dark and gritty reboot, Bomberman Act Zero. But with its absolutely drab and tedious gameplay, Act Zero was regarded as a travesty. Bomberman had a few more releases since, but seemed to fade out of existence by 2010. But in 2017, Konami tried to bring back interest to the bombastic hero with Super Bomberman R. Although the developers had to pull out all the stops to spark interest here, this entry brought nothing new to the table. Konami tried revitalizing the franchise yet again three years later by introducing an online option in Super Bomberman R, but gamers were still unimpressed, pointing out that this feature should have been included from the get-go since multiplayer is Bomberman's biggest selling point. Because the latest game had nothing to offer, it's baffling to understand why Konami were so eager to revive Bomberman in the first bloody place. 9. Mega Man Mega Man has a habit of running itself into the ground, which forces the franchise to go through a drastic rehaul just to stay afloat. When fans felt the original series had become formulaic, Capcom devised a more intricate spin-off called Mega Man X. When gamers tired of the side-scroller action again, Capcom created an RPG-styled offshoot called Mega Man Battle Network, which is still brilliant, I'm not gonna lie. And when those entries grew stagnant, the developers released a back-to-basic series called Mega Man Zero. When you look at Mega Man as a whole, you can just see the problem. When the company sees what works in Mega Man, they release new entries in rapid succession, rarely deviating from the formula. And once they get wind that players are growing bored of the latest experiment, they just create a slight variation and start all over again. However, it seems that fans have gotten wise to this strategy since interest in the Android superhero is in a massive decline. In recent years, the only Mega Man games that have been released are remakes, collections, and mobile phone games. We got one decent mainline entry, but still, that was basically trading on nostalgia. Mega Man may have been idolized in his day but it is time for somebody to pull the plug on the blue bomber as sad as it is number eight the simpsons When The Simpsons reigned supreme during the 1990s, it was no surprise that they pumped out all forms of merchandise, including cereal boxes, music videos, and of course, video games. The first game adaptation, simply called The Simpsons, was an arcade beat-em-up by Konami. Even though it could have been a simple cash grab, the game was a massive hit, guzzling countless quarters across the globe. Although some video game adaptations of Springfield's most iconic family weren't great, a couple of entries like Simpsons Hit and Run and The Simpsons Game were much better than one would ever expect. But let's be honest, there hasn't been a good Simpsons game since The Simpsons itself was actually watchable. EA's mobile iOS game, Tapped Out, was criticised for exploiting players with its freemium purchases to the point where it was even ridiculed in South Park. Just when you thought The Simpsons developers couldn't sink any lower, though, Arcade 1UP released sellable arcade cabinets of the original game for $700. Instead of releasing 30-year-old games for extortionate prices, The Simpsons developers should actually just try to make a creative, fun game. If gaming publishers don't know how to capture the spirit of the classic cartoon, perhaps they shouldn't even bloody bother. Number 7. Star Fox Using the Super FX chip, Star Fox was able to simulate 3D graphics in a 2D game, which was utterly groundbreaking during the 1990s. Even though this space shooter was an absolute game-changer, its sequel, Star Fox 64, was better in every single way. The controls were fluid, the bosses were epic, the music was awesome, and it helped popularise rumble features in gaming. Despite the fact that Star Fox only had two entries at this point, it was considered one of Nintendo's strongest names. Sadly, every follow-up since has proved rather disappointing. Disappointing. The successor of Star Fox 64, Star Fox Adventures was such a departure from what we knew that fans could immediately tell the series was in jeopardy. For the next few years, Star Fox tried to rekindle interest with entries like Star Fox Assault and Star Fox Command, but sadly fans were so disheartened by what the franchise had become that many didn't notice these games even came out. Even though the trailer for Star Fox Zero looked promising, it was let down by convoluted controls and unambitious gameplay, unless Nintendo pulls something huge out of the bag for the next install star fox's best days are definitely behind it number six castlevania Even though the most die-hard fans of Castlevania were probably not expecting much from Warren Ellis' animated series, viewers were absolutely blown away. Thanks to the glorious animation, incredible performances, and complex plot, Netflix's adaptation may be the greatest video game adaptation ever. When the Castlevania series came to an outstanding climax in 2021, interest in the vampire-themed platformer had never been higher. But let's not forget that Castlevania in the gaming world has been spiralling downwards for about a decade. During the the franchise was releasing quality entries like Circle of the Moon and Harmony of Dissonance. And when Metal Gear's Hideo Kojima released Castlevania Lord of Shadow in 2010, it looked like the series was hitting its zenith. Sadly, Lord of Shadows was the last great Castlevania game, with its direct sequels turning out so poorly that Konami has only released remakes and collections since. It's heartbreaking to dismiss the series since Super Castlevania 4 and Symphony of the Night are amongst the most influential games ever made. But, unless Konami are ready to go beyond the Call of Duty and release a game worthy of the franchise it might be better to just let castlevania rest it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can
0: already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Earthworm Jim centres around a worm who uses a robotic suit to save the galaxy from the likes of Bob the Killer Goldfish, Cycrow, Heck the Cat, Professor Monkey for a head, and Queen Slug for a butt. Despite the fact that Earthworm Jim could have been sold purely on its zany humour and wacky premise, it was an excellent platformer due to its inventive puzzles, kick-ass music, and really slick gameplay. Even though TV adaptations of video games usually don't turn out well, the Earthworm Jim cartoon was hilariously entertaining. But after Earthworm Jim 3D tanked, all in Interest in the groovy superhero seemed to disappear overnight. But the wisecracking worm wasn't done just yet. Not only did Interplay Entertainment announce Earthworm Jim 4 is on the horizon, but it will also be released on a brand new console. But here's the problem. The game was announced 10 years ago, and it's still not out. Worse still, we have no idea when this supposedly brand new console is meant to be released. Considering Earthworm Jim 4 has been delayed by a decade and there's almost nothing to show for it, all signs point to this, air quotes, comeback, being an utter disaster. Number 4. Battletoads After Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles became a global phenomenon, it wasn't long before every other company devised a rip-off. Although carbon copies like Avenger Penguins and Biker Mice from Mars ended up tanking, one of the few imitators that actually worked was Battletoads, a beat-em-up video game released in 1991. Even though it could have come across as a copy-and-paste job of TMNT, Battletoads stood out for its unique aesthetic, catchy music, and creative gameplay. It also became legendary for being one of the hardest games ever, a distinction that still holds to this day. On top of that, it deserved credit since its antagonist, the Dark Queen, was the first mainstream female villain in gaming. Even though it spawned sequels, a TV pilot, and a crossover with Double Dragon, the abysmal reception of Battletoads' arcade seemed to kill the property dead, but 25 years later, the franchise was given another shot. But here's the thing, even though the trailer for Battletoads 2020 didn't look great, the gameplay was somehow worse. With its obnoxious voice acting, repetitive levels, and limited moves, this latest installment didn't win anyone over, and thus it's probably going to be the last Gasp for a dying franchise. Number three eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer. Over the years, FIFA has become not just the most popular soccer series, but the most successful sports gaming franchise ever. Although FIFA has always been at the top of the ladder, there was a time where eFootball wasn't actually that far off. During the 1990s, international superstar soccer, which was eFootball's name at the time, was considered superior to FIFA due to its more precise and meticulous gameplay. Even though FIFA was selling more units, ISS received better reviews, indicating that it might actually surpass its longtime rival. But over the years, the quality of the eFootball games became sporadic. Despite the fact that most of the entries were still great, the standard dropped dramatically every now and again. But with FIFA's recent games also plummeting in quality, especially FIFA 2022, now seemed like the perfect time for eFootball to swoop in and prove that they were the definitive soccer franchise. But when eFootball 2022 was released, it was an unmitigated disaster. Due to its grotesque graphics and lagging engine, it's no wonder eFootball 2022 received a Metacritic score of 25%. Considering it's now the worst-rated game on Steam, it doesn't seem possible that the formerly beloved eFootball series can ever recover. Number 2. Five Nights at Freddy's Whether you're a fan of FNAF or not, you have to admire its creator Scott Cawthorn. After the game's Kickstarter campaign failed to receive a single penny, he funded everything himself. Fortunately, Five Nights was a monster success, becoming the biggest indie horror survivor game ever. It's also responsible for causing millions of gamers to develop a phobia of animatronics, so yeah, cheers, thanks for that, Scott. And considering that he released three sequels in less than a year, it was obvious that he was milking the franchise for all it was worth. But you can't blame him. He knew that Five Nights wasn't going to be on top forever, so he had to strike while the iron was hot. And sure enough, interest in the series dried up a few years after and Cawthorn retired in 2021. But does that mean that Five Nights is finished? Not even a little bit. Because we're going to be seeing the release of Five Nights at Freddy's Plus, the new Tales from the Pizza Plex series, and another entry in the Fazbear Fright spin-off. But considering the, what, two dozen follow-ups have failed to capture the magic of the original, Five Nights feels like it's trying to flog a dead horse and then milk it as well. And number one, Bubsy. Bubsy has the proud distinction of being amongst the few game franchises that has never been good. Over the last 25 years, multiple companies have released six games revolving around this feisty feline's adventures, despite the fact that they all suck. Now, the original Bubsy was hyped to the nines when it hit consoles as being a genuine rival to platformers like Super Mario or Sonic. But due to its brutal difficulty and the titular kitty's unpredictable speed, this 2D side scroller was average at best. Nevertheless, the game's creator, Michael Berlin, was certain that he was onto a winner, and so churned out sequels. As bad as the second and third entry were, it was Bubsy 3D that annihilated any credibility the franchise still had. Regarded as one of the worst games ever made, it seems like Berlin's creation would never recover. Nevertheless, Bubsy refused to back down. 21 years later, the predictably awful Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back was released, and two years after that, Bubsy Paws on Fire came out, showing no sign that the series was trying to get any better. It may be cruel to say but it is obvious that this is one cat that needs to be put down
0: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig